In the last session, we had a split-screen session of following JC and Soler as they infiltrated Sivo's base, whilst Gregory and Fiddle put their feet up and drank for the evening. JC and Soleil fought their way through Sivo's hideout, killing some of his bodyguards and maiming some others before subduing one and forcing them to take him to Sivo's main headquarters in the hideout, the lounge room where JC decided to end the conflict there and then, rather than hearing Sivo allude to his monopolisation of Alagan. A shield guardian animated to defend Sivo, attacking Sola and JC, whilst Sivo himself disappeared down a secret passageway, hidden behind a wardrobe. Sole fought off the shield guardian, whilst John claude chased Evo down the passageway, where he saw a mound of gold with a rift lying in front, down at the very bottom. A creature from the shadow film roamed in this room. Large, long, elongated jaw, long, sharp claws, and a weird, twisted embodiment of a human, as the hungry attacked JC, while Sivo disappeared through the portal. We left the session with Soleil and JC fighting for their life against the hungry, whilst Gregory and Fiddle continued drinking at the Wink and Blade Tavern. So, starting off with this session, we are going to be following Gregory and Fiddle to start off with. Trying to remember vaguely where we ended with last session with you two. Um, you both had sort of a heading or at least um, how about you, how you would go about ending the night, whether that be through Gregory's divine sense or um, being able to track people. I can't remember what one of the spells Gregory was able to pinpoint exactly where one of his party members would be. It was locate creature. Locate creature and um, fiddle as well, being able to sense the weave um, would be able to sense the anom the anomaly of the rift as well and um, could also ascertain that not only where they were but also something was awry, you know, something abnormal. But picking up, you are still in the Wink and Blade Tavern. It is winding down to about 11, 12. Most of the patrons are turning in for the night or going back to their homes. And it is... You both said as well that you might have got a little bit more drunk than you intended to, so you were like sobering up a little bit by getting some water. Um, mm. And you still got Davrak sat opposite you on the table, still drinking away uh, with his one good eye, his um, one tusk sticking out as he's like leaning over and he's like, and uh, that's how I caught the thief of Alagan, the famous Red Hawk. Uh, that's why I'm famous around here, boys. You, you mark yes. those words. If you go down to uh, Westgate, you'll know the name Davrak. If you go down over to the Chundaf Empire, they'll know the name Davrak as well. Have I ever heard of Davrak? Uh, this is no, very interesting. <laughs> you, 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 you get the impression I that, that the table check. next to you probably have never heard of Davrak till him just shouting it out. Just <laughs> good for you. Good, good. Oh, I go all hail Davrak! Ah, you look around. Raise up my glass of water. Yeah, the, yeah, there's just the bartender over there. He's just looking over, just shaking his head, like hoping you guys will just fuck off. <laughs> uh, come on then. I think that guy's had enough. 
I think it's about time yes. we uh, we made a move. Oh, uh, you know what you're saying, Gregory? You know what you're saying, Gregory? Mr. is interesting as your company truly is. We have to see a man about several horses. Have a, have a good evening. Uh, uh, what? Uh, uh, what do you mean by that? Uh, uh, oh, I, I, know, I know a few good places. <laughs> and, then, and, we, and we both walk away. Well, well ah, and you both walk out of the uh, Winking Way Tavern and still um, got that, you that. can hear Davrak audibly walking over towards the bar. Just like and I still have that picture of water in my hands. Okay, so you walk back out into the metropolitan concrete jungle that is Alagam. Um, it's very much, um, if you imagine, sort of um, like Casablanca or Marrakesh sort of vibes. Um, you know, cool nights. Um, still quite hot, but you know, it's like um, very just cool. Um, you've got all these lamps lit up on various um, windows and uh, window shutters. And the streets are, is still a couple people roaming about, but um, for the most part, it's very much empty compared to, you know, the hordes of people that are about during the day. Um, what would you both like to do? So, can we, looking around, see any smoke coming through the city anywhere? Roll me a perception check. I got an eight. Gregory, you have a look around too. Oh, 19. 19. Um, so, Fiddle, you look around and you can't really see um, much going on. Um, mm, Gregory, I'm too short. I can't see over the buildings. Gregory, you being a bit more um, self-aware of your surroundings, uh, you look around, you can't see any smoke or anything of that nature that's sort of um, causing uh, cause for stress. Um, you just see what generally you would see in a city, just people pissing up in alleyways. Um, you know, some some people were homeless just sleeping on the streets and that but um nothing that really catches your eye in your in your surroundings well so i used locate creatures so i know where jc is yeah so you know you know exactly where yeah. where jc is so at this point can i but, i used but locate do we know where he is I, at this point because there's jc yeah, so we in character know where he is, but do we out of character know where he is at this point? Because this is like way later in the night, isn't it? Uh, so you, how we left, left it off was like what you guys were mm -hmm. going to do throughout the night, and then we were going to play through it. So I'm sort of playing it out of like this is how yeah. it sort of would have transpired. So, you know, round about now, you probably would have been like, hmm, we haven't heard from them in a while. Um, okay. Mm. At this maybe, point, maybe it's worth going I back would to the like to finding um, out. Pick Fiddle up in one of my arms. <laughs> Pick him up and say, Come, Fiddle. Rah! We have a JC to find. And I cast Find Steed. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, pick Fiddle up, and then you both kind of float up in the air as a fine. Um, Gregory casts Find Steed and sort of floats up into the reins, and then you start galloping through the streets. Give a look out for any fires. Can I see any Fiddle? fires? I'm not seeing any mm, fires either. It's quite a good sign, fires. actually. There's one! No, oh, no, no. Damn. It's just a fruit stand. 
selling lots and lots of oranges. They should probably get those in. They really should they do, actually. They probably won't survive the night. It's quite warm Maybe out here. Maybe they're there for the homeless people. Oh! What a nice city. Well, we don't live here, and technically we don't have a home. Mm, we technically don't have a home. Uh, stop by for some oranges? Yeah, just fill my bag of oranges. Yeah, this is good. Oranges, yes. Okay. You take some of the oranges. People really are very charitable. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, as, really as you, so such a good city. As you ride off down the street and like past the corner, you hear the shouting coming out, being like, where's my oranges gone? Not Thank you for your oranges. Brian, <laughs> cheese it. <laughs> Start running away. <laughs> dropping, dropping at least like half my oranges. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, so... We'll say roughly about five minutes go by, um, especially using your mount. You cover a good portion of the city, passing um, JC's unnamed bakery, as well as where you left Soleil and JC. Um, actually, I think you split off at the bakery, but where they were intending to go, like just perusing through those streets, and you do see um, eventually you come across one of Sivo's bakeries, um, one of uh, the stores. Uh, they got like the same sort of sign up above it and you see it's untouched and you're like oh maybe it was a different one and um, you see along this street there's about two or three on the same street and all of them are untouched I'm going to roll a quick intelligence check just to just to see hmm I rolled an 8 you know maybe they just got distracted well, there's quite a lot of bakeries. Maybe, maybe they've set up some kind of their, fuse system to burn them all down at maybe once. Maybe their task has gone uncompleted. And us. They're loyal friends, yes. Should complete their task for them. Well, wait a second. Wasn't the whole reason we didn't go with them is because we didn't want to burn down the bakeries? No, no. We wanted to stay separate so that... So that if, uh, if they if, got arrested, half of the party, yes, if they put Hannah Bakery and got arrested, at least half of the party would remain unarrested. Oh, so far, like I don't idea. think they've been arrested because I see no burned down bakeries. Well, what if they were arrested because it looked like they were to burn down a bakery? What do you mean? Well, what if it looked guys... like they burnt down a bakery? There must have well, been a burnt down no, bakery. No, maybe they were like in the act of burning down the bakery, but then the guards came round and they arrested them. You're so mean. You don't think that Soleil and JC could burn down a bakery? Well, no, I'm not saying. I'm just saying that maybe the guards here, their time is impeccable. I don't see any guards. Well, exactly. Maybe neither did they. And as soon as they went to burn down the bakery, bam, they got them. Mm, good point. You won't get us that easily, no, guys. We won't easily I be fooled. into the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You hear nothing in reply. Anyway, it's telling me the JC is this way. Well, let's keep following your spell then. Okay, so um, assuming you um, use uh, Gregory's locate creature, you end up finding your way towards um, Knife Stick Alley. Uh, around about that time, Fiddle, I imagine you would have been um, sensing the magical an anomaly as well. Um, happening mm. around here as well. Uh, Ollie, is there a, is there a sign above the alley that says Knife Stick Alley, uh, or is it just commonly known as Knife Stick Alley? It's just commonly known as it. Um, and you figure by 
the colour of the walls being a bit more um, bleached red than the rest um, mm. has probably got a bit of no notoriety to it. Mm -hmm. nice. So we don't know it's called Knife Stick Alley. No, you don't know, but um, it definitely sticks okay. out as like a you know a winding alley that leads into darkness, and you're like, hmm, that doesn't look safe. But, nice. You know, I'm, you know I'm level Phil? 14, so I'm not scared of anything. Are you sure he's? Are you sure he's down there? You know what, Phil? I've seen a bunch of alleyways in my time, and if I had to call this alleyway every, anything, <laughs> I'd call it Stabby Alley. <laughs> Stabby Alley. Yeah, I'd call it Stabby Alley too. That's my idea. No, no. <laughs> you come up I with a different kind of that. No, and no, it's my idea. Who's gonna believe you? Who's gonna believe you? We just have to see, won't we? And I go running off, going, JC. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> don't go to Stabby Alley on your own. <laughs> fiddle, fiddle jumps off the horse and uh, runs off. Um, Gregory, what's your passive perception? Passive perception is ten. Okay. Um, so as, um, uh, Fiddle runs off down the alley, uh, you see this kid just bump into your horse. He's like, oh, he's like, oh, and he looks down at the horse. He's like, whoa, man, that is a, that is a cool looking horse. Get away from me, Charles. You're bothering me. He, he's like, oh, sorry. And then he just, um, runs down the street. Wait a second. Can I check my pockets? Yeah. You check your pockets yeah. and your six gold lighter. <laughs> Bastard. You can keep it. He's already like run down a different alleyway. Dude, he's already gone, so he's not in vision anymore, is he? No, he's he's like he just sprinted and then just turned a hard left and just went down like an alley opposite. Sad flabby. <laughs> well, I'm sure I can live without that six gold for now. Okay, so you um. Come off your horse, head down, and um, you arrive to where Fiddle was sort of arrived, which is um, there's an alleyway, and at the far end, there's just a hole that just jumps straight down. And then just before the hole, there's a door on your left that's um, sort of all iron-cladded, and it's got like a little um, view view hole um, that's uh, sort of eye-level with medium-sized creatures that's uh, to the left. Nice. I'm just down there. Going, JC, JC. Ah, Gregory, here you are. I, I can't find him. He said he was down here. He's somewhere down here, fiddle. Down the hole or through the door? You're, you're somewhere. sensing, you're sensing down, Gregory. He's down the hole. Down the hole. Yes. Nice. Well, can you get down there, or do you need my help? What? Can you get down there, or do you need my help? How deep is the hole? No idea. I send a send a um, firebolt down the hole. Okay. It's got a range of 240 feet. Okay, so you go over to the hole, and the hole's about 15 foot wide, and you send a firebolt down, and it travels about 30 feet before it um, impacts on what looks like a brass sort of metallic surface that seems to wind left. Interesting. Ooh, 30 feet. Well... I'll see you down there, Phil. Uh, and I missed the step down there. Okay. Nice. I step off and my boots start flapping their little wings as I fly myself down. Okay, so you... <laughs> Gregor, you land down, and um, as soon as you land, you hear... of, like, um, landing on sort of, like, hollowed metal sort of thing that kind of rings as um, uh, 
fiddle, you fly down with your boots and then land a bit more gracefully. And as you're into this pipe, you start hearing these crackles of energy sort of <laughs> echo down the pipe and the shouts of a fight ensuing going on. Interesting. I think I we may have found the fire, around. Fiddle. Is it just a tunnel? Yeah, I think so. Let's go. Okay. So, swapping over to JC. And Sole. And Sole. We are Don't picking, worry, JC. I'll save you. Picking back up with initiative. Oh, shit. Here we go. So, you are currently facing down against the Hungry, this uh, tall seven-foot creature with a long jaw that kind of lolls down past its chest with a long tongue that just seems to hang out. It's got milky white eyes and uh, uh, spikes that run down its spine and elongated claws as it sort of looks a bit like uh, the creature out of Pan's Labyrinth, I believe I described it before, how it walks. It is currently grappling... John Claude, as you have a hunter's mark on it, Soleil is in a werewolf form, um, but for the purposes of this, as tokens here, but you know, um, for audiences wise, um, she's in a albino werewolf form with uh, her rights activated. As you are currently fighting down against the hungry, and up first is Soleil, as um, she is going to use her claw attacks. Uh, that is going to be a dirty 20 to hit, which does hit. And uh, that's going to be 1d8. Nice. Uh, 13. Plus. Oh, nice. 16. 21. And then second attack, which is going to hit as well. Um, 27, 32, uh, for 36 points of damage in total, as she claws at the hungry. So slashes twice uh, against his torso, and um, it's going to stay put. It's going to be the hungry's turn, and it's going to do. One bite attack against John Claude and one claw attack against Solo. So JC, uh, it's going to be a um, twenty-one to hit. Um, hit. Okay, that's going to be um ten points, uh, ten piercing damage and thirteen necrotic damage, so twenty-three damage in total. Okay, yeah. Um, well, I just need to check the initiative because my hit points have reset. Yeah, the... 45. Minus how many? Uh, 23. Ugh. Oh dear. <laughs> 22 hit points left. And then the claw attack against Sole is going to be a 16 to hit, which just hits, I believe. That's going to be the end of the Hungry's turn. John Claude, you're up. You're currently grappled as it's got its claws in between your rib cages and it's currently just like 
grabbing you so you can't like move. Um, I'd like to spend my turn crying. <laughs> you can do that as a free action. I'll allow it. Why? I knew I wasn't good enough. It's just, it's looking at you with just its white eyes and its long jaw that's big enough to just um, envelop both, like, go shoulder to shoulder on you to, like, kind of swallow you whole. And it's just like, so it's just sort of staring you right at the face. Oh, it's crying too. What are you doing, JC? Um. Oh well, if it's gobs open, I'd like to stab it in the mouth. Yeah, you certainly can. Cool. Yeah, sure. If he's doing that, then I'd like to distract him. I'd like to continue to weep as I pull out my hand axe and lunge that literally as far into his throat as I can. A hand axe. Uh, even if it. Uh. Uh. I can do smaller. No, no, no. I just I didn't know you had one. I don't think you've ever used a hand axe. It's probably one of Harlan's old ones. Hmm. I may have used it last session, like fighting the hungry while I was grappled, but that would have been the first time. No, no, no. Yeah. No, go ahead. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, it hits, obviously. Roll, roll me a deception check. <laughs> 17. Okay. Uh, give me a second. Hungry's insight. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, so you start crying and you sort of like um, put this false sense of security um, down on you as you sort of just like um, almost like when a prey is just sort of giving up and just um, willing to be devoured. And you sort of go into that um, state of crying, and it starts opening its mouth wider to start eating you. It's saying like, "Oh, it's giving up, so it's going to start eating you." And as soon as it does, you like turn around and go to hit it, which gives you advantage on your next attack. Get in. Yes. Okay. Whew. Okay. Oh, well, that's lucky. My first one was in that one. Oh, my second one was a 13. Doesn't even hit, I imagine. Um, so you, you go to attack, but it's already moved its head too close, so you just kind of um, swing wide and uh, hit its neck with your wrist, and uh, it doesn't find any purchase as it sort of recoils yeah. back. And... Uh, I get two attacks per action. Can I go again? You can. This one's just a straight roll. Yeah. Get in. 20, dirty. That hits. For a whopping 1d6 damage. Yes, two. Up yours, hungry. He is. He is. Five, seven. Okay, seven Very points nice. of damage. As this time it recoils back and then you swing once more and you kind of cut um, the uh, corner of its mouth through and then bring your axe back and it just sort of recoils back screaming as um, it's sort of like side of its jaw sort of hanging off. Is that your turn, JC? Yes. Okay. Uh... No, no, that's it. You sure? Yeah. Okay. I was going to try and vanish, but he's holding me, so... <laughs> okay, it is Sole's turn, and um, should have been... Should have gave you advantage anyway, because you're both flanking it. Um, 
<laughs> oh. So, um, didn't consider that. Uh, so she's gonna attack with advantage for these ones. Uh, which is lucky. Uh, so the first one hits. Second one hits. So, do 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 do. Six, ten, sixteen, nineteen. Twenty-two points of damage as she starts slashing up its back, and it's starting to look real hurt now. It's the blood pouring from its torso and stuff, and it's starting to pant heavily. As um, so lays um looking over at you, JC, and um how hurt you are and how hurt she is, and, and covered in blood, yeah, panting heavily. It's definitely um not. <laughs> Not a healthy situation you're both in. It's just sort of like bleeding profusely, and it's just she's like, <sighs> um, it's going to be the end of her turn because uh, there's no point moving away. Hungry's turn. It's going to do the same thing, uh, but in reverse. It's going to do a bite attack on Soleil and then a claw attack on JC. Uh, bite attack on Soleil is going to hit. It's going to be oh, that's some. Um, 11, 24 points of damage total to Sole. That's not, it's going to be 5 plus 18 points because she gets half damage. And then the claw attack against you, JC, is going to be an 18 to hit. Hit. Uh, that is going to be 16 points, uh, 20 points of slashing damage. <laughs> and that, that's it 20 points of slashing damage <laughs> you still up <laughs> yeah I'm still up I've got 2 HP okay and um as it finishes its go it's going to start looking around at you two hmm let's have a look let the dice decide this 10 or higher it decides to go back to the portal below that it stays and eats you <laughs> well, that's a four. <laughs> it's gonna stay. John Claude, you're up. What healing have you got? What potions have you got? Nothing. Nothing. Nil pois. Nil pois. Uh, flask of the hearth. No, it's not enough. Not much. Potion of heroism. Ten temporary hit points. Right, your spells, your healing things. Uh, I'd like to put this pendant on. <laughs> pendant. <laughs> and spend twenty minutes in tuning. Yeah, is it is it a tunable one? <laughs> Requires attunement. I don't bother putting that on. Uh, I reach into my pocket and find some salt of choking and sneezing. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, you still got plenty of that, so. Um, you're going to attempt to incapacitate the hungry. With the goal of him letting go. Yes, please. Ah, okay. uh, yeah, I'm going to wait until his mouth's open and then just pour everything I've got in there. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, it's looking at you again and looking out hurt you both are and deciding to stay. It's looking like it's going to start to eat you. So its mouth is open. Uh, what does it need to make? <gasps> I don't know, it's just... I forgot. 
<laughs> I forgot that was an option. <laughs> it wasn't just instant success. DC 15 Constitution. Okay. It's uh, con save. But I'm pouring loads in there. It's, um... I don't think I wrote down a plus two. I don't have the book out, so quite fortunate. I'm just going by the plus three. So it's only got a plus three. It's probably got more, but I don't have the okay. resources, so it's All plus right. three. Um, that is going to... <laughs> Either very good or very bad. <laughs> just turn my phone off, shit. Um, just taking a photo. Oh, dear. So I rolled a natural 19. So that's going to be... He swallows all of my salt and pepper. Yeah. Uh, it, um, so you... Licks his lips. You just seasoned yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you made yourself more, uh, tastier. Um, so yeah, you go to pour the salt in and um, yeah, it just seems to eat it all up. Seems to like salt. So that's your action, JC? Yeah. What else you doing? Oh, Lord. Now <laughs> <laughs> the end of your turn? Um, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, I know I can't do anything. I just give me a second because I'm about to die. <sighs> Fuck. You got a bonus action left. It's the end of my go. Yeah, I can't do anything with my bonus action. I can do Zephyr Strike, which I can't do anything with until next turn. And I can do Hunter's Mark, which I've used already. And that's it. I don't know what else I can do with a bonus action. What? No, that's the end of my going. Okay. Can't... I go back to crying. But this time it's a little bit sadder. Okay. Uh, so, running around to the top of initiative. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, Gregory, roll me a d10. Five or higher. You and Fiddle get to the end of five the pipe. Lower, lower than lower than five. You're still walking through the pipe. It's a seven. As you're sat there crying, looking up at the hungry as it comes to kill you. At this point, symphony number nine in E minor. JC, JC, you there? So. Gregory and Fiddle, I need you both to roll me initiative. 13. Yeah, here we go. Nice. Seven. Okay. So, Sole's turn. Um, so, as um, JC, you're sort of hanging there by a thread, and Sole's tearing into the hungry's back. You start hearing this dum, dum, dum of footsteps on metallic um, piping, and you start hearing the echoing voice of Fiddle going, JC! JC! As um, you're sort of like wondering where the hell that's coming from or whether you're just hallucinating it as the end is nearing. Um, Sole's turn. She's going to do the same thing as she's just trying to get the hungry off you. Um, first one hits. Oh, second one does not hit. Okay, that is going to be... 12... Um, oh, uh, 20 points of damage so hungry starting to look in its final quarter now and she's sort of like <laughs> sniffing as she can uh, smell 
Gregory, uh, nearby. <laughs> Gregory, you are up as uh, you get to the end of the brass pipe as you've sort of like um, teleported down and walked through and hearing all this commotion go on. Uh, you start seeing all this shimmering um, gold start like bouncing off the walls and all this purple kind of streaks of um, energy getting um, zapping against the brickwork and like loosing some of the rubble. As you get to the end of the pipe and you can see there's a, a small drop into a huge mound of gold, bigger than you've ever seen, until you see the whole chamber that lies before you. A huge well in the centre where rift sort of rifles and just, um, it, it, un, it actually, sorry, not unstable, it's, it's very stable. It looks like it's almost open, like a portal rather than just sort yeah. of a tear. Um, there are just blood marks everywhere in here with scattered bones everywhere where it seems to be multiple of people, uh, yeah, hundreds of people that have come down here and died to something until you look at the far side where you can see your comrades in arms, JC hanging by a thread and Sole tearing into this elongated creature which I've already described mm -hmm. as the Hungry. Uh, how far away am I from the action? Uh, let's have a look. So if you come to the edge of the pipe, which mm -hmm. I'll say you are, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, about 60 feet away. 60 feet. Great. Yes. In that case, yeah, seeing that, I'm going to pull out Black Razor. And then I'm yep. going to Dimension Door to be in the square above where the hungry is now. The square, the above, square it. above it. Yeah, so Soleil and Fiddle. Uh, Soleil and JC uh, to the left and right want to be above it. That square there, you see it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so you look over and you um, cast the, um, say the words and um, open up that door for you to step through. And as you do, you see the rift start rifling and striking the brickworks even more as I need you to roll me a Shit. D100. Fifty-six. Okay, so you step through the portal, the mad, the spell comes off, and you land straight above the hungry. And um, as you do, <clears throat> your face gets covered in like um, almost like you've just um, seen an explosion, or you've just been down the coal mines. As it just gets covered in soot and just um, covered in tar and yeah. coal, as you are just um, completely washed over it, um, as the door sort of had that effect. As you land on top of the hungry. Oh, okay, great. Does this count as a surprise attack? It will do, because it did not... I mean, technically no, but... It didn't expect it to come, so... Well, it's um, it's flanked anyway, so... Yes, it is. Uh, but you have just used your action to cast Dimension Door. Bonus action. Dimension Door? Two seconds. Mm, it is an action. action. It is. So how am I just falling like right on top of it? Yeah, you you've um with the the hex mm. that you've chosen um so the uh, grids uh yeah you are basically landing right onto okay. its shoulders. Uh, can we maybe call this like an unarmed strike? Me falling on it. I'm like heavily armored. Um. Yeah, I, well, if you wanted to go even further, I could say you could like um, deliver some full yeah. damage to it. If you want, like do a Randy Savage yeah. elbow drop. Um, 
Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll say, how far up do you want to go? Um, how tall is the room? Because this, uh, the the chamber's yeah. huge. Um, you you could look about maybe even 50, 60 yeah. feet up. It's a pretty mm -hmm. big chamber. Should we say twenty feet? Yeah, twenty feet up. Okay, I'll say um, roll me a deck save and throw to make sure you land on it and you don't deal the damage to yourself. DC's not very high. Uh, it's a fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, roll me two d six, and that's how much the hungry will take. Six. Six points of damage. Nice. And simultaneously, going... could I also splash it with a bucket of water? A bucket of water. Yeah. I've been carrying this bucket of water. Um, <laughs> you did say you pulled out Black Razor. Yeah, with the one hand on the bucket, <clears throat> the other hand on Black Razor. <laughs> I have two hands. Would you have realistically carried a bucket of water down the pipe with you after casting Misty Step? Absolutely, I would have. Fine. Fine. <laughs> sure. It gets coated in water as well. I'm sure it's going to come back to bite me in the arse somehow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I'm going to say, JC, as a consequence of this, yeah. give me a contested grapple check to see if you can break free with Gregory landing right on top of the hungry. It might have, um, he might have been able to nudge it out of your grip, but it's going to roll a contested check to keep hold of you as well. Yeah. So, uh, so it's either um, athletics or acrobatics, your choice. Uh, the hungry is just yeah. athletics. Okay, athletics. Oh, 16. It rolled a 12. So, as Gregory kind of um, elbow drops it, it lets out a huge shriek as the claws um, pull away out of your ribcage, JC, releasing you. As um, it sort of like falls prone before picking itself back up again. As Gregory, you sort of fall to the side of it and um, land. As you're now standing down as well. Look, well, it's good to see you again, JC. We've been looking all over for you. Here to put out the fires. Uh, I just drew blood at him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, give him a thumbs up. <laughs> All right. So, Gregory, that's your action. Mm -hmm. um, you've got your bonus action and movement. Um, is there anything else I can do? Um, I shall use bonus action to cast Thunderous Smite. So I'll queue it up. Okay, so you uh, prep up your spell, getting it ready. Mm -hmm. Okay, is that the end of your turn, Gregory? Uh, that will be the end of my turn. Okay, the Hungry is going to start bolting. So, opportunity attack from JC, Gregory, and Sole. Sole got a natural one, but she can't throw her claws away. Uh, is 20 hit. 20 hits. Nice. Uh, then, so that... Oh, my next melee attack. Mm. So that counts. <laughs> so, it does. Yes, it does. 12 <laughs> points of regular damage. 
Great little combo uh, that was. Extra three radiant damage because of improved divine smite. Mm -hmm. And thunderous smite uh, is 2d6. And an additional six damage. So that is. 21 total? 21 damage. So okay. it also needs to make. Um, a succeeded strength saving throw will be pushed 10 feet away and not prone. Okay. Um, I got a natural one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Beautiful. So it falls down, prone down the stairs. Uh, JC, what did you get to hit? Uh, I got... 31 to hit. Yeah, that definitely hits. Fourteen for the first one. Uh, it's just one attack with this uh, opportunity okay, attack. 14. Fourteen points of damage. Uh, it's looking on death's doors as you've both slashed down of it, pushed it five, ten feet. Um, Use its half its movement to get up. Um, so it can only move fifteen feet now. Five, ten. <laughs> it can't jump through the rift. It's literally right on the stairs, but it can't go through. Oh, hold on. I've got a special Relentless Adventure. You can hit a creature with an opportunity attack. You can move up to half your speed immediately after the attack is part of the same reaction without provoking opportunity attacks. You can. So may I pursue it? Uh, yeah, yeah. You certainly can move. Um, you know, it just kind of repositions you in the battle to make you a lot more um, nimble. But um, mm -hmm. in terms of like... So you can move uh, So up to half your movement, which I believe is 15, yeah, 15 feet, right? Feet. Yeah, so I'd be right in the corner there, right? Uh, so 5, 10, 15. So you could be halfway down the stairs if you wish, or you could be on the yeah. edge. Uh, yeah, I'll be on the stairs. That's fine. Okay, perfect. Yeah, good to know, though. Okay, that's the end of the <laughs> Hungry's turn. <laughs> um, oh, no, it's not. I didn't attack. It's going to dash. <gasps> Rubbish. I knew there was a reason why I didn't hit people. Could have could have killed you guys, but I didn't because I wanted to. Do, he wanted to leave. That's that's it. <laughs> Fight or flight. Yeah, As initiative for the time being has ceased. Yep, straight away, straight away. Yep. I'd like to cast sixth level summon Fey. Okay. Pop out FM in his you know badass FM form. Right on the rift's edge. Okay, I don't think I've got um, FM's token here, so I'll just use the Fey one on. That's all good. Yeah. Albert Rodeo, other virtual tabletops are available. Uh, Fey. It's all good, yep. I'm going to spin my arms around, create the arcane sigils, and pop him up right next to the rift in his battle hardened, ready outfit. So, um, Crazy leather armor and a giant battle axe. La lands like look over his shoulder. Lands like Hulk, and he's like cheap, cheap. Looks over his shoulder at all of us. It's cheap, cheap. And he steps through the rift. Okay, before that happens, D one hundred, please. Him. Yep, sounds good. That is a forty-two. Forty-two. So, you cast FM. Spell goes off without a hitch. FM jumps through the rift in pursuit. Seems to go through. And um, Fiddle, as you do, you look over at the brass piping 
before you jump down and you see there's like a swarm yeah. of like gnats all these little flies that are buzzing around by the side of the piping and you just can't take your eyes off it they're just so interesting like what are they doing down here mm. and for the next minute you're distracted by a cloud of gnats nice um whoa that's so tiny Sole's gonna drop out of her werewolf form and she's gonna be like Gregory it's like, I knew, I knew, I knew you'd come. Um, yes, oh, can't do us. Yes. I knew you'd Some come and save me. me. Some may refer to me as a hero, and you may too. The love of my life. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> okay, so what are you all doing? You currently have this blood-soaked room with a rift writhing in the centre and a mound of gold at the other side with Sivo and the Hungry that have both gone through with FM in pursuit. Don't worry, everyone. I brought a bucket. <laughs> I'm going to go over to the uh, gold pile and start filling the bucket up. Okay. So you're walking over to the gold pile. Um, JC, what are you doing? Lying on the floor in a heap. Okay. Oh, wait, sorry, I forgot. Two seconds. Uh, I'm going to go over and use... Um, uh, lay on hands, yeah. I'll give him, give him, I'll give him the whole 70. Give him the whole, whole 70. Lay on hands, yeah. Sole just looks at you like, um. Oh, oh, I forgot, yes, right. What's half of 70 again? A 35, a 35 each, there you are. Thank you. I say, guys, guys, come here. Look at this swarm of gnats. <laughs> There's a swarm of gnats doing down here. Sure, they live in swamps. (laughs) This is exactly what I thought. What are they doing doing down here? Come have a look. Excuse me while I fill up my bucket. What are you filling up your bucket with? Gold, fiddle. Gold. Has has it been a minute? Uh, Yeah, I'll say it's been a minute. You've you've RP'd it. <laughs> Fuck this swarm of gnats! Where did that massive pile of gold come from? I don't know, Fiddle, but oh fill God. up your bucket quickly. Ah, uh, yeah, I fill up all my pockets and everything. Okay, fill up everything. So, anyone that wants to grab themselves some treasure, roll me. Um... JC, bring the bring the bag of holding over here. Yes, we're rich. We're rich. I'm not convinced this is a good idea. Why not? I can't imagine it will go well. well with can who? it be cursed or something? Cursed? Oh. It can be, but... Wait. Whoa, everyone step back, step back. Wait, it might be cursed. <laughs> step back, step back, step back. Let me cast identify on one of the coins. That'll give us a good 10 minutes for FM to come back through with that guy's head. Can I cast identify on the treasure? You're ritually casting it. Yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, the rift doesn't stir. Um, so Fiddle was going to be doing that for ten minutes. What are the rest of you doing? I'm going to look at the gold. Think uh, about what they're going to spend their money on. Yeah, when's <laughs> my last time my puzzle box? <laughs> <laughs> um, you're, you're probably you're probably in the safe region to try it again, but it's going to take three hours to do. If I, if do, I do the whole thing. thing, if you do the whole thing, you can't stop halfway through. You're not allowed to stop like halfway through. Yeah, it's uh, no, it's fine. I'll do the puzzle box later. 
<laughs> you can do the puzzle box during a short rest for sure, but yeah, I'd just say like it's it's continuous. Like you can't just do an hour and then leave it. You got to do all three hours. Should we should we count this as a quick short rest then? Yeah. Okay. So Soleil will join you. So while that happens, then um, with FM, what's FM's goal in particular? Um, well, as soon as he arrived, so like the same round, he would have arrived and stepped through the rift. He can then instantly dimension door up to thirty feet, and he would have wanted to grapple the guy and just beat the living shit out of him, trying to cut his head off. Grapple who? The hungry. The hungry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he would have been right on his tails through the rift, and then he can dimension door 30 feet, and then he can make three three short sword attacks with advantage. Okay, I'm going to say for expedience sake, the hungry's on 12 HP. Um, nice. FM definitely would <laughs> eviscerate the hungry, and it would not nice. take 10 minutes to do that. So um, within like a minute... FM would come back through with the hungry's head, with the jaw just hanging, just dragging behind it as it's sort of like half a skull, half um, just weird, distorted nice. human creature. Amazing. As um, FM comes back through and just chucks the head. Nice. And as I'm reading through my book with my finger, I sort of put my finger on the word I'm on and I look up and I go, good monkey, and then carry on. <laughs> tube, tube. Um. You wait 10 minutes, cast identify. Doesn't seem to be yep. cursed. <laughs> How about it, boys? <laughs> okay. Walk over with the bag of holding. Okay. Um, well, that's, this is the other thing as well. So, feasibly, I don't know how much a bag of holding can hold. I can tell you. <laughs> holding. Up to 500 pounds. A single coin weighs 0.02 pounds, 9.1 grams, so 0.02 pounds. You said 500 pounds, yeah? Yeah, 500 pounds. So how many gold is it to a pound? It's 25,000 gold coins it can hold, if it had nothing else in it. Okay. Um, yeah, because not, we've not been doing carry weight, but um, just to make sure it's not broken... <laughs> Um, because yeah. you do have other stuff in there, so because you guys have waited 10 minutes and because you lot are staring at it, I'd say you would have had enough time to count it all up as well. Um, well, roughly count it all yeah. up. You're looking at roughly 14,000 gold pieces, 2,400 platinum pieces, seven pieces of artwork that oh, seems to be right. at the range One of sec. about 750 gold pieces. Oh, let me write all this down. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll copy and paste it into the general. Um, there are also items um, that are of a unique nature in this pile as well that <laughs> run with magical stuff as well. Hoard. We've never had a treasure hoard before. As um, <laughs> you start seeing the portal behind you, it's slowly starting to close ever so slightly. Starting to get smaller. Well, gentlemen, we have to ask ourselves now, for this. do we care? About the rift. About the rift. I'm noticing it, it's closing. I'm also noticing there's a lot of treasure here unaccounted for and not in our pockets. 
I mean, we've been around a lot of rifts. Well, we've never, never gone through one. Rifts. FM, what did you see? No, we haven't. I don't think we've ever been through one of these rifts. We went through all that special rift that took us to the Shining Citadel. And we got absolutely fucked before we even got anywhere close. There's no guarantee by the time we get back that the gold's still going to be here. No, there's not. Not at all. FM, what did you see through there? Can FM talk? I don't know. Never thought about it. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> Sylvan understands... and Yeah, so he speaks Sylvan and understands the languages that I can speak. Does anybody speak Sylvan? Fuck. Anyone? Um, Soleil... Because she has linguists that she never really got to use. Ah, but yeah. I think that takes a while. But has she been around Battle FM enough? She has, Probably but not. you never made a point to say it, so I'm not going to... Mm, okay, fair enough. Uh, don't have it there. I think she needs time to read okay, it, FM. So, and it's not in her languages. Yeah. FM. Is the only person who's been through this rift. Shake or nod? Do you think we should go through? What's your vote? What's through there? Certain death or more gold? Um, FM seems confused at what to respond to that because there's multiple I mean, more, questions. Oh. <laughs> what do you mean? Do you think we should go through there or not? Just shrugs. Is that cheap? Your intelli your intelligence fourteen. <laughs> Do you think we should go through or not? Um. Again, FM shrugs and then just sort of shakes his head, but it's not like a convincing yes or no. It's just like no, <laughs> I suppose not. Okay. I don't think this time. Yeah, I don't think this time either. I've never thought about going through. Never oh, thought I at did all. Last time. Hmm. So I don't think we should go now. Good point. I assumed that as soon as somebody walked through, they would die. I don't know why I've assumed that for well, so long, but that would be my assumption. But now I think about it, mate. Yeah, maybe this is like where we go to defeat the bad guy. He wouldn't be. He's just a baker, it. isn't he? At the maybe end of the day, he might be doing some pretty terrible things. Might have a magical rift and a hoard of gold. Ah, did he go through there too? For this no, rift. I meant the big bad guy. Malar. Or Asarai. Well, Asarai. we need to get his phylactery really before we can kill him. Hmm, good point. Good point. Already on a already on a quest. Yeah, fuck this rift. Well, JC, you hate this guy. What do you think we should do? I don't think we should go through the rift. Alright, we're not going through the rift. It's settled. We're going to take this gold and we're going to run away. All yeah. in favour say aye. I think we should... We need to get a salt rock. We need to get the phylactery from someplace here. We need to get the phylactery here. from Cedarsbrook. Yeah. That's what we're on our way to go and do. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay, so... Let's... Have a look at all of this stuff then. Yeah, we'll take all of the platinum pieces and then as many gold pieces as we can. I think... We should be able to take all of the coin yeah, with my with my take coins. if the bag was empty. 
So with I whatever's left in the bag. I'd say I can fit like a solid well, half 300 the gold pieces. So yeah, I think, but I think with my jacket and the bag of holding, I think we'll definitely be able to fit all of that coinage in. Um, the art objects, how big are they? Uh, the art objects are like wall hangings. Um, you got some ah, that are like sta statuettes yeah. that would sit on like a bedside table, but m the majority of them would be, um, especially in this region, nice. would be wall hangings well, yeah, or we paintings. Sit, we we stick as, stick all of the coins that we can into my jacket and the bag of holding, all of the small art objects and all of the other items into my pockets, and we'll count it all out tonight and cast identify on all the things we don't know what they are. Any of the massive large wall hanging okay. objects yeah, we, I, we just leave here because we can't really carry them. And they're only worth 750 gold each. I would say because you've um, sort of soundly kind of explained how you would carry all of it, I'd say it's more of a time thing rather than can you do it. Because I think you've explained you can possibly or feasibly carry all this out just by yourselves without needing anything else. Um, it's just more if you want to carry all of this, you can, but it's going to take you some time to go through all of it. So it's up to you guys. How much time are we looking at? We're just like shoveling it into the bag, shoveling it into my pockets. Yeah, but it, it's like a mound, so it's going to take, um, it could take up to an hour to do most of it. Yeah, I'm okay with that if you go um, there. Maybe over an hour. Don't think we're time constrained, are we? And I'll get ready to cast Dispel Magic on the rift if anything comes through. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, if that's what you're doing then, you start shoveling the gold. Um, Sole starts um, picking up some gold pieces and starts putting it into your pocket, Jason. She's like, there you go, for the dress. I am sorry. And she just starts putting like gold no, pieces I, in I one by one into... Um, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> into Gregory's pocket, sorry. <laughs> um and um yeah i i say it take you okay it's gonna be about hour 50 minutes just because i rolled on like the minutes um roughly uh to go through all of it manage to fill it all up i'm gonna say you are at like the very brim of your capacity for most of your stuff maybe fiddle you got some nice. spare pockets here and there but for the most part, you guys are like full up in your inventory, so you're like, you know, in a video game sense, over encumbered. Nice. Do you good. know what I mean? Um, uh, yeah, but you get um, you get three of the seven artwork pieces. So you've got three seven hundred fifty nice. gold pieces. Um, bottle of cloudy grey oil, spell scroll, potion of superior healing, an ornamental decanter, another spell scroll, and a bottle of liquefied nice. iron. Beautiful. Um, as Roughly about 30 minutes in, the rift sort of shrink into this small little pin-sized dot before dissipating, um, leaving you in just like a bloodied heap. And with the rift gone as well, a lot of the light in the chamber disappeared. So it's just sort of darkness down here. So you would have had to um, fiddle, I imagine, putting up some sort of light or one of you creating some sort of light as um, to go through the rest of it. And... Um, as the rift does go and you're sifting through all this treasure you do feel the eerie feeling of all these skeletons around and all these residents of Alagan that's all met their end down here uh, to whatever Sivo was doing but nevertheless 
you get all the gold and manage to make your way back out through the hideout where you see those um specifically jc as you battled your way through um those uh gang members that were in here that you basically managed to bully your way past have all left the hideout they've all left they seemingly perhaps even done them a favor they seem to thinking back at the dynamics of this and what was down below might have been held here by fear of being fed to whatever was down down in the chamber rather than you know actually being loyal to Sivo as um you head back out of the very hideout nice. very nice okay so you go back out into knife stick alley um you're looking at roughly i'll say midnight early early morning ish as you come back out some of you clinking with all the uh the gear um treasure that you've got and um make your way down into the alleyway where you see there's two city guard that sort of turn the corner and um stop and look at you lot as you're sort of walking down the street with all this gold and then one of them walks forward he's like hold there most of it's in the bag of holding yeah, yeah, but not not yes. all of you did. You put them in your pockets and stuff like mm, that. That's fair. Like, uh... <laughs> I have a pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like holding it out in the open. So... <laughs> he does have a bucket of gold. Like, Good point. Hold no. there. Good point. Uh, Hello. Uh, where where yes. are you off to this late, uh, this uh, early hours of the morning? Going home. What's it to you? Mm, you seem it to is. be carrying a There's lot of valuables. Yes. Yes, casino. Also, what's it to you? We are charged with the protection of the city. We're starting up a bank. Raw deception check. <laughs> You're charging us for the protection of the city. <laughs> oh, it's a 22. Is it actually? <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's a natural oh. 19 plus 3. <laughs> yes, uh, we're starting up a bank. And obviously to start up a bank, you'd need quite a lot of gold. So that's exactly yeah, what we're carrying. It would be quite the opportunity. Around. Yes. Quite the opportunity for the city, but I'm not sure I want to live in a city with such yes, we may take police our... interference. I mean, what, you can't even walk through the city with your own gold? Exactly. But, wow. Well, there are thieves that prowl the streets at night, stealing valuables well, from... See, that's yeah, exactly that's why we're armed. You don't think... Loyal citizens. Exactly. Hmm, that's what yep. thief would say as well, well but... We're perfectly capable of protecting ourselves. Thank you. Looks you up and down. He's like, "All right, well, tread carefully, especially with also, this much." Also, I'm still covered in soot. Yes, you are. You got yeah. all this like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just got all this soot covering your face and your t- upper half of your torso as well. You t- don't look no more the slightest. Starting up a bank. <laughs> Very well. Well, be on your way and be quick about it, and don't take any no. alleys, especially no. knife stick. Which one's, which one's that? Uh, the one just down there where you, I think, just came from. Fiddle! Stabby Alley. Stabby Alley. Who would have thought? Stabby Alley. Who would have thought? Uh, Who would have thought? Stabby Alley. All right, well, have a nice night. And then they sort of nods and then they both go back to their patrol as you walk back to the unnamed bakery where the broken window shutters and the door hanging off its hinges are still um, <laughs> visible for all to see as you go back Didn't in. Didn't I fix the door with mending? I think you went to, but... Lots of little fixes. 
All right, so the door the door mm, work, works fine. Yeah. We'll say <laughs> the door looks nice. <laughs> um, nice. But the yeah shutters are still hanging off it, so just you know by one hinge. As um you open the door up, you walk back into the unnamed bakery where you see one Pierre who has eaten all the pizza he left out for you lot and is um currently sitting on the one good chair in the bakery um with an empty bottle of rum next to him, and he's just snoring away. He's like. <laughs> As you well, all went, not wake him. Straight upstairs and divvy out the gold. How does that sound to everyone? T- to bed for me, I think. <laughs> you don't want to divvy out the gold? See what shit we got? Uh, yeah. yeah, leave me a pile. Yeah, well do. Okay. I did nearly die. You did nearly die, that is a good point. I will also be taking okay, rest a cut of so Soleil's because she owes me quite a lot of money. Yeah. This mm, this is fine. I I agree. Perfect. Well then, we go upstairs, find a table. There's no tables. And, yeah, I suppose. Or just on the floor upstairs, then somewhere. We uh. Oh, hold on. Ah, oh, no, I don't have any spell slots left. Nah, just just to make sure. <laughs> Like in a corner somewhere, maybe like half of the upstairs area, I set up Liaman's tiny hut. Just so that we can take out all of the gold and coin and items that we've when got. You do the mansion. All out on the floor. Here's the mansion. I can't. I don't have used all of my spell slots so far. Damn. We haven't slept for ages. Are you able to still ritually cast if you used up all your spell slots? I don't know if that's a thing or not. It just pops yeah. in my head. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've still got some spell slots, but yeah, you can. Okay. You can always always ritually cast. Okay, perfect. So Fiddle spends 10 minutes um, putting up Liaman's tiny hut, creating this opaque dome that sits um, in this vacant second floor. Nice. Amazing. Are you coming up? In you come, Gregory. Yes. That's... Uh... Let's figure this out. Okay. Uh, JC, where are you going to sleep? Just upstairs somewhere in a bed that I can There's find. no beds. No beds. No, every, everything's been stuff. like repossessed by um, like uh, basically like hi- hired thugs that have come round from Sivo. Ollie? Did, did, yeah. did they remember to get Little Chef out of the cage? <laughs> You can go back. Uh, I walk out of the bakery you, door. You would have you would have passed this cage on the way out, um, and you did yeah. you did throw it to <laughs> Sony. There's no fucking way. Yeah, yeah. So I think he would have said something. There were other people in the other cages as well. So little chef would have come out. Is um, would you have rescued the can, other? Knows, can we can we do it as if we completely walked past them, being too distracted by the fact that we're now <laughs> extremely rich? And yeah, as we're, we're about to divvy up the now. gold. Um, Pierre wakes up and is like, oh, so you're done with Little Chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> we all look at each other. Like, <gasps> <laughs> okay, okay, we're already counting the money. Surly, JC, run. <laughs> yeah, you, you can go get Little Chef out. Um, you know, a bit, bit shaken up, but he's in... Oh, sir, I'm so happy to see you. Fit shape. I'm so glad you came back for me. Why, why did you leave and then come back? Why didn't you just let me out last time? <laughs> 
Come on, little buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you let? Oh, it's been a harrowing experience. I'm so glad you're back home. That Pierre was so mean to me. Are you letting the other two people out of the cells, or are you leaving them in there? Oh, please let my friends out. <laughs> I've grown so fond of them, speaking to them through these bars. Oh, well, if they're your friends. Tell them if we'd ever got rescued that you would give them a place to stay and that they could come and Looks like bake at the. Yeah, come on, little chef. <laughs> no, sir, please. <laughs> I'll let you out, but you can't come home with me. Yeah. Where are you they, going, boys? They, I'm sorry. They both say yeah. What well, one of them uh, is one of the three brothers that owns the other bakery that the wo- the old woman said about that got repossessed by Sivo's um, monopoly, and then um, nice. this other guy was just someone that owned Bunny to Sivo. Um, so yeah, they they. So it's so it's me and so it's little chef, another little boy, and then a really odd man. So I can just imagine the two little boys talking to each other through the bars, not being able to see each other. And then the old man, like, yeah. oh, I'm a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then we all get let out of the cages. And we both go, like, oh. <laughs> maybe don't let this one out. <laughs> I was a boy when I came in here. Um, <laughs> yeah, so little chef comes back with you. Um, yeah, there's no beds about, so you're gonna have to like kind of make do your bed rolls or whatever. Um, you do hear, um, and probably one of the things that may have made JC fall in love with the city in the first place. Um, at night, you can hear like in um, a woman singing, sort of like uh, if you imagine that sort of um, it's the right words, like early 1900s, like French. Um, movement with all like the arts and stuff like that is very much alive in Allegan, like people just playing music and living a liberal life yeah yeah exactly um so you know there's very much a soothing feeling over the city despite where you've just come from um you probably feel like you've met probably the worst of the worst in the city um as uh yeah, you you set up a nice bed roll. Soli uh, finds another corner just to sleep in because she's very heavily injured as well, um, as well as um little chef. Even though there's not much furniture in here, and um, fiddle, and Gregory, you are in the dome and you're currently going through all the treasure. Nice. It's okay. So I'm just going to throw yes. it out there while they're gone. No. Oh. Well, it's no, worth sorry. a try. It's <laughs> definitely worth a try, but it's a joke, book, Gregory. joking. I was gem neutral. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he has been doing a lot of good recently. <laughs> yeah, I've done an awful lot of good for a lot of things. You just, I like, killed that beast almost. Okay, so we all get 3,500 gold pieces. Yeah. Soleil gives her um, cut to. Um, Gregory, but would um, request 500 gold pieces for herself. Well, you don't really owe me that much, but <laughs> fine, okay. That, that is sort of how she plays a character. It's like monetary, you know, material things. Um, she's never grown up with it, so that was yeah. like never an interest. <laughs> but... I'd be like, well, oh, I, I don't think the amount that you've given me is quite enough to how much you actually owe me. <laughs> <laughs> well, how much do you want then? Um, uh, uh, everything you've got, you know, and that's that's about half of what you owe me. 
Well, I don't have anything. All I have is this. You thought I like 20 gold worth of stuff. I know, fine. Look, you can count the 500, okay? I'll look out for the rest for you. That's fine. You can have it. I do not want it. Um, we get 600 platinum pieces each. You can have that as well. Are you absolutely sure? 500 is good. Are you cheap, cheap absolutely sure? <laughs> Maybe I'll take five platinum pieces. Are you absolutely sure? <laughs> She's taking five platinum pieces. Well, okay. You can always give me more later. It is fine. Okay. Um, how many of the art pieces did we get? Uh, three in total. There'll be like uh, little statuettes um, depicting different gods. Yeah. Sounds good. I'll just put all three of those into my inventory for now and we can sell them later. Mm-hmm. Once we're actually wanting to sell them. Um, so, the one bottle of crowded grey oil. Let's do... Um, in, in, uh, identify on that. Uh, that would identify as a oil of etherealness. Beads of this cloudy, cloudy grey oil form on the outside of its container and quickly evaporate. The oil can cover a medium or smaller creature along with the equipment it's wearing and carrying. One additional vial is required for each size category above medium. Applying the oil takes 10 minutes. The effective creature gains the effect of the etherealness spell for one hour. What on earth is the etherealness spell? Mm, you step into the border regions of the ethereal plane in the area where it overlaps with your current plane. You remain in the border, border ethereal for the duration or until you use an action to dismiss the spell. During this time, you can move in any direction. If you move up or down, every foot of movement costs an extra foot. You can see and hear the plane you originated from, but everything there looks grey. You can't see anything more than 60 feet away. While you're on the ethereal plane, you can only affect and be affected by creatures on that plane. Nice, okay. So it's essentially like Frodo with the ring when he puts it on, everything becomes a bit distorted yeah. and you can just sort of walk through walls. Um, you know, the material plane doesn't really hold any boundaries to you. So like you said, you can just walk up or walk down. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? You can like walk through walls. Yeah, or like say if there's like a um, a deep tunnel down below, you just walk through the floor and you just keep walking. Yeah. Assuming down, and right. yeah, and you get there yeah. knowing where it is. Um, it's essentially that. Okay. Nice, yeah. So it's just like a constant blink almost. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like yeah, it. it's exactly yeah where you go. Mm, it's a seventh level spell. Nice. Nice, well, that's good to know. Um, the next one. What was it? The... Uh, yeah, both are spell scrolls. What are they? Okay, so... Can I just, can I just read those? Um, you can. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. You, you can read them and... Um, for the fourth level one, so the first one is a fourth level spell um, called Arcane Eye. Arcane Eye, very nice. Which is uh, one you can learn. Arcane or obviously eye anyone scroll. can cast. And the second one is a fifth level spell called Gias. 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 Um, Gias. I think. <laughs> How do you spell it? 
So, you got them down? How do you spell it? How do you spell guys? Uh, G-E-A-S. Mm, there it is, yeah. <gasps> it doesn't have a little speak button. How sad. We'll never know how to pronounce it. I swear I've, I've spoken to someone about you? this before. Is it me, or is Gears awful? What do you mean? What the spell? Yeah. What? So yeah, there's just like I typed up Gears just to see what it was, and there was <laughs> there was a Reddit one like right there. So it's, it's some title is Is it me or is Gears awful? Uh, well, you can you can like use it to um. If if any of you watch uh, Kogius, um, the anime. Yes. I have. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you know, like, yeah, that's it's essentially that, right? You like control mm -hmm. people, um, but with this one, it's sort of like restricted to the level. But if you upscale the level, you can make it like permanent. So you know, if you can keep someone in a certain mm -hmm. position for a minute or whatever, you can like command them to do something forever. And if they disobey that, mm -hmm. they literally take so much damage that like any normal NPC would die from. So like it's like really yeah. manipulative if you're really inventive with it. Yeah. Um so it's like the next level up from all of my charm person and command. It's Yeah, but the like the next the one drawback up. from this spell which makes it um a lot less appealing is you gotta keep a target there for a minute um while you do it. Yeah. Uh, but, like I said, if you're inventive with it, it can be very cool. Okay, what was next? The potion of superior healing. Okay, the ornamental decanter. Let's find out what that is. Okay, another ten minutes goes by, and you identify this as a decanter of endless water. Ooh, very nice. Decanter of endless water. The stoppered flask sloshes when shaking... As if it contains water, the decanter weighs two pounds. You can use an action to remove the stopper and speak one of the command words, whereupon an amount of fresh or salt water your choice pours out of the flask. The water stops pouring at the start of your next turn. Choose from the following. Steam produces one gallon, fountain produces five gallons, geyser produces 30 gallons. 30 feet long and one foot wide. As a bonus action whilst holding the decanter, you can aim the geyser at a creature you can see within 30 feet. Must make a DC 13 strength saving throw or take 1d4 bludgeoning damage and fall prone. Instead of a creature, you can target an object that isn't being worn or carried and is no more than 200 pounds. It's either knocked over or pushed up to 15 feet away. Nice. Unlimited water. Does that mean unlimited holy water? Like bless Very it. Nice. Mmm. You could bless it. Don't know whether that's how you make holy water in this. I game. don't. I, I don't really know what holy water does. I feel like I've seen that as well, <laughs> and it's like um, I think that's one of those um, it's not written, but because it's like a magic item, it's like trying to bless something that's been magically enchanted to do a fu function. So it's like, I think it's one of those like you know you can or you can't, you know. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'll hold on to that for now until it becomes useful. My, and then yeah. the bottle of liquefied iron okay so the last magic item taking 10 minutes to identify you um, recognise this to be a potion of invulnerability Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. 
Invulnerability, eh? For one minute after you drink this potion, you have resistance that to all damage. You're the most Very susceptible nice. to damage, so perhaps you should take it. I am the most susceptible to damage, but I'm not the one who's going to go rushing in, smashing things to bits. So, I can all say, if you're all sleeping through the night, sort of roughing it, even though you're in a home, uh, you can all benefit <laughs> from a long rest. Beautiful. And it all wraps around to early in the morning, where you all wake up, the sun that seems to be beaming down um you know again it's supposed to be cresting sort of winter but because of where you are and the close proximity to um Ilagon as well is sort of like gaining some of that weird um magically formed temperature that they have on the island and um sort of radiates out onto the city so wake up nice and early in the morning you can smell the fresh fresh baked bread coming from downstairs How did everyone sleep? I've got splinters. <laughs> Didn't you get your bedroll out? Oh, that would have been Andy. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Helms bells. Oh, yeah. Helms bells. Helms bells. Why did you get your bedroll out? Fool. Well, I'd like to go downstairs and try some of this uh, freshly baked bread. Mm, yeah, let's all go downstairs. Okay. Um, so, as you all kind of rush downstairs, stairs, you see um, Pierre has just finished baking a batch of um, baguettes that he kind of puts on the sides. And um, JC, as you run down, he's like, Oh, it is my one and only, Jean-Claude. And he come, comes over to give you a big bear hug. Oh, Pierre, how good to oh, see you. Oh, my friend, it has uh, been, uh, well, it's not been long at all. It's only been a night. I thought you went out. We did go out. You were passed out on the floor when I got out. They, they came and rescued me. What do you mean? Pierre, yes, back. little what chef. What do you mean? You... Oh, oh yes, little chef. Hello, and you... I've been gone for weeks. Why didn't you come and try and save me? <laughs> he like comes over, pats him on his head, and he's like, "Oh, I'm glad you are safe." Uh, um, I've made your bread. Uh, you come, you come eat. Come eat. Tell me, tell me what happened. I, I, I wish to hear it. Um, Sivo is a son of a bitch. Did you meet him? Very briefly, he ran away like the little bitch he is. Oh, he is at that. Oh, he's like, come, come sit. Um, and um, he sort of pulls out the one chair and he's like, well, um, you know, I don't know. Uh, and then he looks over at Soleil and he's like, oh, ladies first, no? Mm, come sit, my lady. Calm, beauty. And uh, she's like, mm, he is French. I thought about sitting down in it, but yeah, he'll beat me. <laughs> yeah, he sort of like eyeballs you with his big bulbous nose that's like been broken several times. And he's just like, he looks over and he's like, um, Soleil sits down. I got um, uh, little chef. Uh, yes. <laughs> could you um, could you run out and grab us 
some chairs from somewhere and maybe hire a builder to uh, come and fix up the outside of them. Yeah, and uh, buy some beds and buy some beds and all sorts. <coughs> Tell yeah. them we can, you know, pay later. Just put it on our bill. They'll come around with a with an invoice at the end of it. Does that sound good? Sure. I think they take down payments though, because you know, like a lot of people mess people about yeah, here's here. Ten gold. Oh, perfect. Okay. Um. He goes to run out, and then he like looks hesitant, and he looks back. He's like, "Um, who, where do I find a builder? Who? What are they? Like, what are they called?" I don't know. That's that's your job for the day. Um, and don't be scared about being got. Here's a dagger, and I hand him my original common dagger. Okay, <laughs> give him his. Da- his eyes sh- um light up, and he's like, "Thank you." I definitely would have sent him off with a weapon. Yeah, yeah, he's just like, yeah, he, he visits to the side, like, next to his, like, short sword, and he's like, yeah, cheers. Nice. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, but well, there's no help in some people. He, he is sort of... Well, yeah, exactly. I went out for an evening and became an alcoholic at six. <laughs> yeah. He, is, he <laughs> is sort of, like, a bit taller than you, um, Fiddle, so, you know, you are kind of, um, yeah. like, looking at that, but he's like, okay, um, all right. Bye, and he just runs out. And um, you you would usually be used to hearing a bell get knocked, um, JC, but it's currently just down on the floor, falling off. Great. Um, Can I? Yeah, please do. Yeah, I'm gonna pick it back up. Use my flying boots. Fly up there. Okay. So you put it put it on the wall, and he's like, "Oh, so then, what was it? Uh, Tell me, tell us. Did you triumph? I see you got little chef back, so that it must be a success, no? We killed." A monster, and we got little chef back, and we killed lots of other guys. Ah, uh, Sivo is a monster. I do agree. Yes, he's a slimy, slimy. Didn't quite kill him though. He did escape into the hell plane. We... Yeah. But we did so... watch the portal close before he came back through. So hopefully he's stuck there now. That'd be you... justice enough. You see him start, but he's not just a he's not just a cafe owner, bakery owner. I think he's. Evil, you know, like Himmler. Himmler kind of evil, <laughs> not not just Wehrmacht. Like proper evil, evil. You see him, he's like... League with devils and demons and possibly bringing about the end of the world, which we're to stop. Yeah, so... Yeah, if we ever get there. He's like twirling his long moustache um, that sort of like curls up and he's like, hmm, I, uh, he, he's like, you've lost him completely. He doesn't know what you're going on about. Mm-hmm. He, he, he still thinks he's just this like kind of big conglomerate um, mob boss, basically. And he's like, right, right. So yeah. uh, do you have any debts, Pierre? Is the bakery rent paid up? Why don't you have any furniture? Oh, uh, yes, of course. Why, why would you even say that? How dare you? No, but I, I you, just... you have no respect. I, of course, I did. Like everything is fine, but um, you know that's Sivo, son of a bitch. Um, he. Uh... So it's just Sivo. Yes. Yeah. So if I leave and come back. Inside check. Yeah, roll an inside check. <laughs> I got a four. I can't understand a word he says. <laughs> Seems legit. I just because I'm offering to pay the bills, Pierre, before I go. That's all I'm saying. If you need me to make rent, I got it. Or are you just happy with the furniture? Uh, well, no, I'm... Also, get a fucking broom, Pierre. Sort your shit I, out. Uh... <laughs> I'm not your mum, right? He's, he's like, look at you. You know, you know how a screwdriver works, huh? Uh, 
You can put the bell on yourself. Yeah, straighten up the doors, maybe. Open the fucking curtains, Pierre. Let's go. Uh, Come on. Uh, I'd sell some bread. Right, he's do- he's been cooking since I got here. But, yeah, uh, I haven't seen a single customer walk in. <laughs> well, yes, have you seen the outside? We don't look like the most hospitable people, do we? So you know the problem. <laughs> you know the problem, Pierre. Now what's the solution? Well, clearly get shouted at. Oh, fine. Um, and then... Do some work. <laughs> <sighs> well, if you, um, perhaps, uh, mm, how do you say, mm, leave behind some, um, you know, some of the, the good crowns, you know, the good stuff. Um, you know, I'll get this place ship shop, yeah. like how you want to do. How much gold do you need, Pierre? That's what I'm asking mm. you. And you got all defensive, buddy. How, yeah. how much water does a horse need, really? It's like, um, you know, it just... Pierre, this isn't a bottomless pit. What do you fucking need? Mm. Are you in any debt right now? No. No. Mm. Right. And how much is rent? <laughs> uh, it's about um, roughly 20 gold a day, I think. Twenty gold a day. I don't know. I don't have my dungeon master's You've guide. You sell like forty thousand loaves of bread. I don't have my dungeon master's guide. All right. Do you want me to check? Yes, please. Uh, all right. I'd like. To, uh, fine. <laughs> I can I give him like fifty gold then. I assume. What are you know? If we could come up with a reasonable figure, maybe I'd give him like six months rent and then the same amount again just for stuff. Or should I just give him fifty? I think, like, a gold a day is maybe a reasonable amount. No, you don't own you don't owe rent on the shop. You bought it using the magical hammer back in, like, session zero. You traded all of our all of our loot for this bakery. You don't owe any rent. He's lying to Can you. Roll inside. Word work. Um, <laughs> hold on. Can I... <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't need to check the, how much rent is. Pierre, I don't think you need any money. Just I'm going to buy you some furniture. Can you do yeah, what? I was going to do that. I was going to do Gaius. <laughs> yeah, you can't. He's, he's probably not going to resist it. Um, <laughs> fucking, I'm carrying everyone in this fucking campaign. Every single NPC I come across. Carrying them all. Okay. Come on, Pierre. Hustle. Okay, there you go. I could give you the exact amount. So running a shop per day is two gold pieces a day. Oh, no, but Ben Ben just said I own it. Mm, he owns it. Oh, so I don't own it. Yeah, rent. but this is maintenance costs. So th- this is this is what the book says. Right, Reoccurring yeah, uh-huh, expenses, uh-huh. maintenance costs, two gold per day for one skilled worker. That's fair. Right, okay. So that's what I need to pay PM. Yeah, so if you want to do that six well, months, him... so 14, 14... No, I don't. He's got a shop. He's got a shop somewhere to live. All he has to do is make some fucking money. Well, I need to start up first, mm-hmm. you know... Need to get to the suppliers. What do you mean? I gave you startup money. Yeah, but I've got to get the suppliers back. The Sevo took. Before you came in. Sevo's not a problem anymore. Well, you just said he's not dead. What if he comes back? He's not dead. Not no, dead. so he might come back. Yes. Yes. What do I do Come's then? Back. Call us. I don't know, Pierre. <laughs> well, what do you mean? You you're supposed to be the ask for help. I guess man. perhaps. Yeah, I'm the money man, not your mum. You're the problem solver. <laughs> Uh, move, move, take the bakery somewhere else. <laughs>
Well, you know, I think I've got a solution to this. If you'll allow me, JC. Pierre, you now work for Little Chef. <laughs> Do everything he says. No, no. Little Chef's an alcoholic. <laughs> I'm just going to close my bakery out, both of you. Fuck this. I've got a world to save. No, I'm not going to sell it. Just going to close the doors and I'll come back when I'm fucking finished with this bollocks and do it myself. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a world to save. Okay, how about we go up the road to that lovely man and wife who are running a very successful bakery and were bullied into selling to Sivo and we bring them here to run the bakery. We then give... I was about to say we give Pierre like some gold to watch over the bakery and be the muscle, but he'd probably just fail at that. No, I think he can do it. He has he has avoided selling out to Sivo. Yeah, exactly. He's put it with Sivo, and he took in Little Chef. I think he's fine. May I? Um, I'm just struggling to find out what he needs from me. May I um, uh, make a recommendation? Uh, you, you see, I'm I'm struggling with the uh, voices. Uh, Soleil kind of stands up, and she's like, "I um used to." Uh, um, be, uh, work in a bakery um, Gustav's Magnificent Bread and Suzelle um, do you remember Gregory when you came to get me after the bull and mm, I do remember that you did work in a bakery I can yeah I remember that I can um, I know we have like a lot of stuff to go on at the moment but in case Evil comes back I can stay here and just watch over and then perhaps we need you for saving the world Yes, I know, but... Well, save the bakery, save the world. There are other things... Please, Fiddle, let her stay. Let her stay, Fiddle, please. (laughs) (laughs) She really wants to stay. But when you miss Gregory... She really wants to stay. Of course I will, but... I'm afraid I'm not going to argue, because I think it's going to be better if she just stays. That's a good story. (laughs) Story place to put her. Yep. It's well, it's a shame it's come to this so late, but if you're really hell-bent on staying here in Allegan, no worries. We've got adventures to go on. Well, it's, uh, Gregory does not want me, so, you know. She, he doesn't want, well, he doesn't want others either, but, you, you know, he he's, like he's got nothing else going on, so... Uh, it's true, I really have nothing else to do. My entire world has collapsed, apparently. So. <laughs> and his wife well, died. And his wife died. And my wife, my wife... 9-11, I remember, I was there. Maybe you can stay here with me then in the bakery. No, 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 no. Solo, if we're losing you, our power is diminished by a quarter. We're not also losing Gregory. We definitely need you to come and save the world with us. Power be diminished by at least 95%. Yeah, easily. Yeah, by far the most competent in combat. We just have to talk our way into saving the world now. Best of luck to us. <laughs> imagine that. Could you imagine Fiddle talking his way into any kind of good I situation? I know, it'll happen one day. It happen. Saving it for the big boss fight. It won't. It won't. It won't happen. No, I'll just command them. Break their brain. Well, um... Okay, I'll stay and help with the bakery, if that is okay, Pierre. And Pierre's like... His eyes are like shut up, and he's got these like dead flowers that he's just pulled Don't off the windowsill. And he's like, Of course! Sole, Sole, you're in charge. It's your call. You're in charge of the bakery. I think this is for the best. And she looks <laughs> Pierre yes. up and down. <laughs> I have spoken. Pierre looks a bit deflated, and he's like, 
Well, this place would not be standing without me. This is all I'm going to say, but whatever, you know, you'll make up your own minds, whatever. But Fair enough. He, he, go, he goes underneath the stone oven, there's a cupboard, and he pulls out another bottle of rum and starts drinking again. Right, okay. So you put two alcoholics in charge of my <laughs> I didn't make them alcoholics, you made them both alcoholics. <laughs> since when it, yeah, since when is Little Chef an alcoholic? I thought he got drunk like one night. Yeah, yeah because I offered him a sip of my cider or something, and then he became an alcoholic at six. That's what I mean. Everything I do, God nerfs me and then yells at me. You did hire them, though. You gave him a six-year-old a sip of you. <laughs> well, yeah, I gave, I gave him a fucking sip. Yeah, yeah. You were the gateway drug yeah. for Little Chef. He's a six year old son, yeah, yeah, I'm fairly All sure right. he I should just go and fucking murder NPCs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is that what you want? Well, you started the campaign off like that. Where'd that get you? With that um, adventure arc finished, I just wanted to finish off while we're still recording. Um, do you know how I came up with the name of Sivo? No. Is it backwards for something? S-I-V-O-H. Sivo. Hovis. Hovis. Hovis.